Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. I'm here with episode 189 of Weekly Poker Hand. We are still playing this $10,000 buy-in six-handed World Series of Poker event. We are in the money. And we just lost that big pot with tens against nines to put us back to a mere mortal stack of about, well, we'll call it 35 big blinds. So here... A player under the gun, which is also the lowjack seat. Don't think that under the gun six-handed is the same as under the gun nine-handed. They're very different. The lowjack seat raises to 27,000 at 6,000, 12,000. Uh, and then a player in the cutoff seat calls, probably the player who I just lost that big pot to. And then they fold around to me. I have jack 10 of diamonds in the big blind, and this is a great spot to call. I'm going to call here pretty much every time uh, with my 440 or 450,000 stack. We're just going to try to flop a strong hand with our Jack-10 suited. So this is a great spot. So it does come Jack-8-5, two clubs. I have no club. I'm going to check call the flop if someone bets. If someone bets and someone raises, I will just fold. If the initial raiser bets and the cutoff calls, oh, I'll hate that spot. I'll probably call, but I may actually fold depending on live reads. Like if you get the vibe that one or both of the opponents really love their hands, then you should at least consider getting out of the way. So anyway, uh, I check the initial razor check. So that's good. I'm Whenever the initial razor checks, usually he doesn't have too many great hands. And then the player in the cutoff bets 40,000 into the 105,000 pots. And again, this is a player who is somewhat loose, somewhat splashy. So I'm definitely not folding. The question, though, is should I ever raise? If I raise, I'm definitely planning to get it in. So do I want to get in top pair marginal kicker against someone who likely has ace-jack, king-jack, and queen-jack in his range? And I think the answer is just no. So I'm going to call. It's not that I'm trying to fold this hand. It's more so that I'm just trying to keep my opponent in the pot with all of his junk, like 9-7 suited. And I'm also trying to allow him to value bet worse hands later. So I'm just going to call. We will run into some dicey spots if the turn's a club or maybe an overcard, but that's not really the end of the world. Turn is a three of clubs, so not the scariest of clubs. It's one of the least scary clubs that could come. And now on the turn, I check and my opponent checks behind, which is great. That's exactly what I want to have happen. I want to play a medium pot with my medium strength hand. When he checks behind on the turn, he probably has... Mostly marginal made hands, I would guess. You'd have to think he would bet if he has flushes or draws. So I'm thinking he's going to have a lot of jacks and then maybe some eights. Maybe some hands like pocket tens or pocket nines. And um, he could sporadically have a hand like king-queen with the king of clubs that he decided to not bet. I mean, he could also just have like the nut flush that he decides to play slowly or maybe even a weaker flush he decided to play slowly. Like if he could look at me and make a read that he thinks I really love my hand, he should definitely um, check back, or at least consider checking back lower flushes or sets. Um, if he can look at me and tell that I really hate my hand on the other end of the spectrum, then he should consider checking back some hands that I'm drawing dead against. Like, say he has king-queen of clubs, he should probably just check back, right? Because I can't really have much. So that's a pretty nice spot to check back if you think your opponents always check folding. That said... This, this all implies that he's making some sort of a read, and you know both of those reads would be wrong here because I don't have a nut hand and I don't have a garbage hand. I have a medium-strength hand. And if he knows I have a medium-strength hand and he knows that I really don't like folding to him because I know he never has anything, he should definitely bet with his good hands. So when he checks back, 
if he's playing great, he's probably going to end up having some marginal jacks or a bunch of marginal made hands and some garbage that he decides to just give up with because if he knows me, he knows I'm not folding. All right. River is a 10 of hearts, giving me top two pair. It does complete queen nine and nine seven. So that is relevant. I said nine seven was garbage earlier. I guess it's not total garbage. It was a double gut shot. Double gut shots are not quite garbage. Um, they're not great, but they're not garbage. Anyway, with top two pair, do I want to value bets? Well, if this was a cash game setting or earlier in the tournament where there are no payout implications, I would definitely value bet here unless I thought my opponent was really bluff happy. But in this scenario, given I would still like to not go broke if I happen to be beat, and also combined with the fact that I do think this player likes to bluff a lot, probably more often than he should, he just can't help himself, I think I need to check. Also, the opponent may think I have a lot of random eights or fives in this spot that he can bluff me off of somewhat easily, which may also lead him to value betting with jacks or a random 10 if he did have a hand like queen 10 with maybe a 10 of clubs or a queen of clubs. So I'm going to check this. And if I do check and he bets, which is what happens this time, I check and he now bets 125,000 into the 185,000 pot. Um, we only have 380,000 behind, well, or total. So we have 380K total after he bets, or when he bets 175, or 125, sorry, getting my numbers confused. Um, this is a spot where I think I have a pretty easy call. The pot was 185 and he bet 125. So this is a pretty hefty bet. I don't really know what this bet means. It probably doesn't just doesn't mean much. He probably makes this type of bet size with some bluffs and some decently strong hands and maybe even some nut hands. Who knows? But my hand's too good to fold, and we're going to call and hope we don't somehow lose. I expect to be good here like 80% of the time when I call, almost always. If I raise, it may actually even be close to a okay value raise if our opponent will think that we are bluffing a decent amount of the time. But I don't think I'm value raising this river very often, and that's just mainly because I'm not bluffing very much. And also, I don't think many people are going to be calling our check raise on the river with 10-8 or jack eight although maybe they do who knows so anyway i do call and this time the opponent has the ace six of clubs so he just turned the nuts and decided to check it back maybe he made a bad read that i was weak on the turn or who knows what happened there because if he if he knew me as a poker player and knew how i viewed his tendencies he should definitely just bet the turn and then jam the river and i certainly would have happily called off so we can be pretty happy with this one and we saved 256,000 chips which is 20 big blinds which uh, it's not where you want to be, but it's uh, 20 big blinds is way better than zero. And this hand really does illustrate the idea that I've sort of been harping on over the last few episodes of Weekly Poker Hand that you really want to ensure you don't go broke in tournaments. And here, if we played this pot more aggressively, we would have no chips and be out. And instead we get 20 big blinds and get to try to spin it up. And you don't spin it up very often, but when you do, it's very, very sweet. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here. If you have not already, make sure you check out pokercoaching.com and get your free one-week trial. We have lots of interactive hand quizzes there, kind of like poker coaching, or kind of like Weekly Poker Hand videos or audios if you're listening to them. And if you like this podcast, you will love pokercoaching.com. So check it out. Let me know what you think on Twitter at Jonathan Little, and I will talk to you next week.